Well, hey, everyone, Athena Dean Holtz here, and welcome to the Redeemed and Restored podcast, where we connect every Friday so that together we can intentionally discover the faithfulness of God. So today's episode of Redeemed and Restored is entitled, Not Afraid to Tell My Story. The more I grew in courage and stood firm in my conviction to speak out about my experience and warn others about the truth behind the facade, the more I connected the dots and God provided insight into what was really going on in the background. I'll never forget feeling the first attack for starting my blog and telling about what happened to me. I was in the middle of a forgiveness seminar It was put on by Dean Smith, and it was held in the sanctuary at the summit. That's the church my husband founded and continues to be the senior pastor at. It was mid-February 2012, right after I posted my first blog on notafraidtotellmystory.com. It was filled with bullet points of things that happened over my decade-plus detour. At the lunch break, my phone pinged, and I saw a Google alert that was something new that popped up on the internet about me. When I clicked through, I found a full-fledged fake news website smearing my name and attempting to destroy my credibility. My response was to forgive. I could not ignore the Lord's timing of when he allowed me to be aware of this assault right in the middle of a seminar on forgiveness. I filmed the intro to this podcast and went for my YouTube channel in front of the summit where the forgiveness seminar was being held. Who would have ever guessed that I would end up all these years later being married to the pastor of this very church? How amazing and faithful is our God who could use even that attack to grow me and refine me. I knew the truth that God does not give me a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and self-control. The roaring lion did not make me cower, but only brought me higher up the mountain, realizing that God, the one true God, Jesus Christ himself, a God of love, not hate, was with me, and his Holy Spirit was filling me up again to overflowing. So, hey, take a moment, write a review on Apple so more people will find this podcast and be encouraged. Or maybe you even know someone who needs to hear this message. So please share the link with others. You may even want to visit my YouTube channel to see the video version of this podcast and connect with the conversations happening over there. If you just type in redeemedandrestored.tv. That will take you right to my YouTube channel. So, hey, let's get started. Well, hey, everyone. Athena Dean Holtz here for this week's edition of Redeemed and Restored. Today's segment is entitled, Not Afraid to Tell My Story. Part of my process of healing was to begin studying cults and seeing the truth that what I had considered sound doctrine really was a Christian cult. I read every book I could get my hands on, from twisted scriptures to the subtle power of spiritual abuse. 
For the entire 13 years, I had been programmed to believe we were not a cult. In fact, the idea of us being a cult was dismissed and at the same time justified by saying that the early church was seen as the same. In Acts 19.23, it said, About that time there arose no little disturbance concerning the way. So, of course, we were not a cult, but we were just like Paul described and was persecuted for. So, of course, we should see criticism or questioning as persecution for being righteous. Oh, what a lie that was. It just seduced me into turning a blind eye to the red flags God kept putting in front of my face. Tim Williams even published a book, wrote and published a book called Ode Cult, The Fragrance of Love in the First Church. Another example of extreme scripture twisting, gaslighting, and manipulating. As I read these balanced, truth-filled books, especially twisted scriptures, I began to see clearly how brainwashed I had been. I learned that all cults use Luke 14, 26 in order to divide families. Tim really didn't have a corner on spiritual insight like he claimed. Those two books gave me the courage to begin to speak up. And even though I still felt bound in some ways by the no gossip policy, having come to a place of believing that I could not say anything that was negative about anybody or any organization, no matter what, it was not long before Jesus opened my eyes to the scripture in Ephesians 5.11, have nothing to do with the fruitless deeds of darkness, but rather expose them. Even though another book written by Tim and Carla was called Gossip and the Gospel had laid claim to my heart, the word of God released me from this falsehood that silenced the truth. I began to blog at notafraidtotellmystory.com as I processed what had just happened to me during those years of deception. To the best of my memory, I just did a brain dump. I started bullet pointing everything I could remember in order to be able to make sense of it all, if that was even possible to do. So one of my vivid memories shortly after I posted this brain dump from my years of spiritual abuse was about a local insurance agency who handled my car insurance. My agent reached out to me to tell me how glad he was to see me escape the insanity of the cult. But he also wanted to tell me about a strange situation that he just thought was troubling. He described a time when on the same day, three different single women from the cult arrived at his office at different times asking to purchase a million dollar life insurance policy. They all asked to list Tim Williams as the beneficiary because they wanted he and his wife to take their children should anything happen to them. I listed off their names because I knew immediately who he was talking about and was shocked to hear that one of them didn't even have custody 
of her 14-year-old son. So it was clear that Tim was pulling strings to establish an insured interest, but it was all based on a lie. I guess I started this idea of high dollar policies because I had actually increased my existing Keyman life insurance from 250,000 to half a million and listed Tim as the beneficiary. I guess that sowed a seed of greed that grew in his heart. Well, it was probably already there, but as he managed to get as many people in the church to follow suit with individual policies listing him as the recipient of funds upon death. Turns out he even bought a million dollar policy on Carla, which he cashed in on when his wife died of a brain tumor in 2013. So when Tim and Malcolm found out that the insurance agent shared that information with me, they immediately called the State Farm Home Office and lodged a complaint trying to prove that the agent was lying and attacking them when they were really the victim. They wrote a 500-page document to try and prove their innocence and the guilt of the agent to get him fired from the company. Long story short, the company exonerated the agent and refused to respond to the bullying accusations and threats leveled at the company and agent. There were so many ways they tried to silence me as I gained more and more bravery to speak out against what they were doing and what I had experienced. I declared the abuse and did not shrink back. It seemed like every day, high-ranking members of the cult and employees in leadership at Winepress scoured my blog. It's so sad that they were all brainwashed with the scripture that says, if you listen to a false witness, you too will be destroyed. It was even sadder to realize that this is exactly what they were doing listening to the false witness of Tim Williams and Malcolm Frazier. About two years after leaving the cult, I attended a domestic violence awareness workshop and was stunned by what I learned. I was still processing the emotions surrounding the passing of Carla Williams, a woman whom I once called a friend, but then was labeled her enemy and the cause for her brain tumor. Wow. Because I was willing to stand up to her husband and expose his tyranny, I was the enemy. The workshop defined tyranny as arbitrary or unrestrained exercise of power, despotic abuse of authority, synonyms being absolutism and dictatorship. But here was the main thing that really stood out to me. They declared domestic violence doesn't start with a gun to the head. It starts with put-downs, name-calling, control, and isolation. Reeling through my mind were the many times Tim Williams would shame me and others with scripture. And yes, it really did escalate to name-calling. I even have copies of the posts where he would name-call and heap shame upon many of us. I don't have to worry about that memory being blanked out, those painful moments, I have proof to remind me of what I endured. 
But in this workshop, I also began to connect the dots of Carla's attempt to escape the abuse of her husband. When they first moved to Washington, she shared that she'd been under the Lord's discipline because she had seriously considered leaving Tim and traveling across the country to teach writing and implement young writers programs. She had processed her feelings in her journals and was quite transparent with me about her feeling convicted about her attitude toward her husband and how she had vented about it in those journals. She told me how God had her destroy her journals and submit once again to her husband's leadership, which tells me he found her journals, saw what she was about to do, and realized he was about to lose one of his shills. And so he proceeded to shame her, quoting scripture out of context, to convict her of her selfishness. This was just like the list I'd learned about in the domestic violence workshop outlined. She had to step away from any ministry positions with the church, there's the isolation, and seek God for a heart of humility. Isolated from relationships and responsibilities. In that workshop, another memory came to mind. When we were on a cruise ship for the Christian Writers Alaskan Cruise, we'd led that cruise three times, and Carla had a bruise on her wrist and seemed quiet and withdrawn. When I knocked on their cabin door, she opened it just a crack and said she couldn't really talk. Later, one of the keynote speakers, best-selling author Lorraine Snelling, pulled me aside and questioned the telltale signs of spousal abuse, speaking up to me out of concern. When I tried to tell Tim and Carla about it, they forced me to shun her for the rest of the cruise and write her a letter accusing her of false accusation and sinful, judgmental attitudes toward those who are the Lord's vessels. I cannot tell you how good it felt to go back to Lorraine to let her know she was right. All the signs were there of abuse, but we were too blind and too brainwashed to recognize it. The more I put two and two together and speak openly about it in person and on my notafraidtotellmystory.com blog, the freer I became. Of course, the stronger the backlash came as well, but it didn't matter to me. I was speaking out against injustice and evil men masquerading as men of God, and I knew God would protect me. So I have a question for you. Have you ever seen something that just didn't seem right, but you couldn't put your finger on what was wrong? Or maybe we're intimidated into silence. And only later when the truth came out, you realized you really were seeing abuse, but just didn't know what to say or do about it. There is so much healing in seeing our bad decisions, incorrect assumptions, and wrong conclusions. And then having the courage to admit it publicly so others can learn from it. 
Like it says in Psalm 51, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me with a willing spirit. Then I will teach transgressors your ways. Amen. So, hey, thanks for joining me today. I'd sure appreciate it and would love it if you would follow, share, comment on the episode, connect with us here, and uh, I'd love to hear how God is working in your life. My name is Athena Dean Holtz, and this is Redeemed and Restored. So thanks for joining us today on the Redeemed and Restored podcast, brought to you by Athena Dean Holtz and the Romans 828 Bookstore, a division of Redemption Press. I'd love to have you review and share this podcast with friends, family, and others who could use the encouragement. And be sure to check out my YouTube channel at Athena Dean Holtz for more tips and tools to help you find the faithfulness of God. So thanks for joining us today. See you next week for another episode of Redeemed and Restored.